0: are immune to your ch- ch- charms. Oh, my God. You're right. lying. I never hit you. Thank you. Have a nice day. It's not that hot. It's very hot. It's hot. I'm going to take as long as possible. No, now.
1: it's hot. It's too hot.
0: Should I hit record now? Yes. I already started. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> People can hear me complain.
0: Yeah. Uh, Side note, we should never go see a really good movie and (laughs) and try to watch a bad movie at the same time because it makes the bad movie so much more unbearable to watch.
1: I don't remember hating this movie as much as I did the first time I watched it.
0: Yes. Uh, For the audience, we own this movie that we're about to talk about.
1: I don't regret it.
0: You don't regret owning this movie? No. I mean, for three dollars and sixty-seven cents at Walmart.
1: Right. More than that, I would regret. It. I mean, you'd it.
0: pay like what thirty-two cents more to rent it on iTunes.
1: Right. I. I mean, I would buy it, but no more than five dollars would I spend.
0: That's more than I would spend. I kind of spent sixty-seven no more than cents too much <laughs> on this movie.
1: Yeah
0: i'm just taking as long as possible stop it's hot (laughs) it's
1: so hot
0: welcome to bad movie date night the podcast in which my wife and i watch a terrible movie on our date night and then we talk about it with you the audience
1: yesterday we watched a good movie on our date night and a bad movie
0: well, it was more like we had a date watching a good movie, and then we said, oh, we need to also <laughs> watch a bad movie for the podcast. This is true. It becomes less of a date the more we do a podcast for it.
1: Well, then we need to be more intentional about it.
0: I agree. <laughs> As always, I'm Nigel from A Journey Into Film.com, and with me is my wife, Caitlin. Hello. I like how you say that the same way like every week it's I practice great. it I, I watch you practice <laughs> it. Uh, this week we are talking about the 1980s this week we are talking about the 1987 film the Garbage Pail Kids movie and this movie is garbage
1: <laughs> did you have um, garbage Pail Kids cards when you were a kid?
0: No I had wacky packs. I don't know what that is. So, okay. So for those of you who don't know, the Garbage Pail Kids, they were these trading cards for kids back in the, let's say, 80s. That sounds about right.
1: I'm pretty sure it was the 80s. It was
0: something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That popularized on the success of the Cabbage Patch Kids, and it was basically a parody of them. Um, they would have, like, Stinky Susie and, like...
1: Vomit Valerie.
0: Well, yeah, I was I was trying to avoid naming the characters from this movie.
1: No, we got to get into them.
0: Oh, we will. <laughs> they were, so they had like these trading cards mm-hmm. that were spoofs of the Cabbage Patch Kids because the company that made trading cards, Tops, who co-produced this movie, they said, hey, Cabbage Patch people, let's make some trading cards. And the Cabbage Patch people were like, mm, no, we don't think that those are popular anymore. And so they said, cool, we'll make parody versions. There's is this an-
1: related to the grocery store tops.
0: There's a grocery store named Tops.
1: There was. There's not anymore. No,
0: this is like the Tops trading gum company or okay. whatever they're called. But back to my story. Wacky Packs was like an alternative garbage pail kids thing, but they were like parodies of A parody? No, they were parodies of, like, everyday products that you could buy, and they were stickers. Okay. And my mom was really into those. They Like, instead of comment, it was, like, Vomit or, like, something like that. Okay. And they re-released them when I was younger because, okay. like, they stopped making them, and then they re-released them. And my mom's like, these are so funny. You should own some. <laughs> and so I had some for a bit, and I don't know what happened to them.
1: Yeah, I don't recall those at all. I, no, no. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid
0: doll. I think my sister had one. But (sighs) I don't, you know, she didn't do the whole like certificate thing and like go through the whole thingy thing.
1: I didn't, I don't think I did either. But then I remember like I had one. But like I think like it came with the doll. I don't know. I was really not into them. It was more like my mom was into them and then thought I needed to be into them. Yeah. Cuz she had hers from when she was a kid. But like I always thought they were ugly and like
0: they I don't are know. a little terrifying.
1: They they are. So I didn't really like them. But my mom had one from when she was a kid and then she bought me one and it was the one where you could feed it and you put like this play food in its mouth and it like would motorized like like I was chewing and then it like went into a backpack on their back and you like pull it out and feed them again um but they were actually recalled fun fact because some little stupid girl slept with it at night and it her hair got caught in it and she ended up dying I don't know if that's a real story
0: <laughs> that's an extreme <laughs> story
1: I don't know how true it is but that's I remember that's what my mom told me and then I didn't. I never wanted to sleep with this she just told me that and she was like so don't tell anyone that you have this cabbage patch kid cause we're not gonna return it it'll be worth a lot of money one day guess what it's probably not but I still have it, I think, probably in my parents' basement.
0: There are, we had this conversation yesterday, in fact. <laughs> uh, there are no things that you could say to me <laughs> or in your parents' basement that would surprise me. Right. You should see if we could find that. Yeah. And maybe we can pay off our student loans. <laughs>
1: because of a cabbage patch doll. Yeah. Uh, probably.
0: When you said that it, the doll was recalled, I thought, yeah. oh, somebody stuck their finger in it and it right. was, like, bleeding. or And you were like, oh, <laughs> some girl got her hair caught in it and died. Did the doll eat her face? Was, <laughs> I How big was the mouth? Did her, did it, like.
1: It wasn't even that big. But, like, apparently, I don't know, it had pulled it and, like, gave her an aneurysm. This is all stories that my mom. told. <laughs> I feel like now that I'm recalling it, it might be a lie, but like, or like not a lie. I don't think my mom lied about it. I just think maybe she read a new story that was like not true. And then like
0: 1990s BuzzFeed clickbait.
1: Exactly.
0: You won't believe what this doll did <laughs> to this little girl. Exactly.
1: But uh, you bet I'm going to Google that and see if that's real now. But uh, yeah, so I stuck my finger in there all the time.
0: I feel like I need to Google this right now. <laughs> so while I'm doing that, you start telling everybody your thoughts on this movie.
1: Um, it is a bad movie. No, uh, it was not great. I did not enjoy it. And the majority of the movie, I kept saying, this is really gross. This is really gross. And then I kept thinking, like, why would people make a movie of this? This is so disgusting. And then I realized the movie was only 80 or 90 minutes long. 90 minutes long. Do you know how long this movie felt? Five hours. hours. It felt five hours long. I was just like, just end, just end. There are so many things wrong with this film. But my biggest question to you is why?
0: Why was this movie made? Yes. Because they were trying to capitalize on the popularity of the trading cards. Did it work? Uh, we'll talk about that. Okay. So, this doll was recalled. It was the snack time kid.
1: Yeah, that's what I had. Um. Did it eat a girl's hair?
0: Complaints began pouring in. Parents calling in distress, screaming that wild and uncontrolled <laughs> <laughs> snack time kids were consuming their daughter's hair. Because right? Because the mouths would not spit out food. At right. least one parent had to cut that child's hair out of the mouths of the trichophagic doll and remove the batteries as to not cause any more damage. Um,
1: nothing about a death. <laughs> there's nothing
0: about a child <laughs> dying. I mean, they got their fingers stuck in there.
1: Oh Well, you know.
0: You know that if you <laughs> ask your mom about that, she'll say, I didn't tell you I that. know she will. And then you'll say, you'll say, David, don't you remember mom telling us the story? And Dave would be like, yeah, I was scared of that thing.
1: Probably. And
0: Daniel would be like, I wasn't born yet.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, right? That, no, I remember that. And it would just keep pulling the food down. Because I used to play a game. I really did not care about Cabbage Patch Kids. We used to play a game, what we could put in its mouth, and then try to like get it out before she swallowed it. It was a fun game. <laughs> what else are you supposed to do with it? The stupid thing ate food. Feed it
0: like a baby.
1: It was, okay, well, it got boring after like two seconds, so.
0: I was always impressed by my sister's dolls that had the like little spoon that looked like it had food in it. Oh, but that was so cool. It and, and then it was, like, it was yeah. gone. Yep. How does that work? I, I don't, don't know.
1: know. I don't know. But it was pretty cool. I had those.
0: So anyway. Garbage Pail Kids.
1: Garbage Pail Kids. This I did movie, not own them.
0: Yeah, I didn't own them either. Uh I looked at them a lot. I don't remember back them at in the trading all. card days. I think maybe I looked at like the reboot version. Hmm. Cause obviously I was not around in the eighties in their heyday.
1: In their heyday.
0: I do remember looking at this movie a lot. When I was a child, par- I feel Walmart like
1: you would bin. be all about this movie as a I child I
0: was not fully aware of this movie's existence until much older.
1: I feel like if you if, if young Nigel knew of this movie when he was young, he would have bought this and been like, this is so cool.
0: You are probably not right. <laughs> However, as an adult who knows the difference between a quality movie <laughs> and a crappy movie. I do not enjoy this movie.
1: Oh, yeah? What what don't you enjoy about it?
0: Okay. First of all, this movie is gross. (laughs) Second of all, it is hella gross. (laughs) Third of all, it's also terrifying. Let us name the reasons it is terrifying. One, little people in costumes which their facial features do not move.
1: No, that's pretty terrifying.
0: So... Let's let's just talk about that real quick. So obviously, Garbage Pail Kids look like Cabbage Patch Kids dolls, mm-hmm. and for the movie, they made the Garbage Pail Kids characters look like the Garbage Pail Kids dolls, which look or er, cards that look like Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. Right. Go figure. But because uh, of limitations in real life. The way that they achieved this were little people Mm -hmm. in costumes that are covered in latex. In fact, the animatronic faces did not even work entirely when they started making this movie. And they only completed them gradually as the movie was in production. And so towards the end of the movie, you can kind of see them moving more. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, their eyes do not move. Nope. Their mouths don't move. Mm
1: -mm. Nothing. No, and it's
0: terrifying. They just stare at you soulless. The only one that's actually not too bad is Alligator. Yeah. The gator, because its mouth just kind of moves up and down. I
1: think they put the most time into Alligator.
0: You are probably correct. Let me name off the names of these... uh,
1: Garbage Pail Kids? Yes.
0: Yes. We have Greaser Greg, which is kind of like your stereotypical 1950s greaser. You have.
1: What was his? He didn't even have like a gross thing about him, right? He was just like.
0: I'm tough. Right. I'm from the 1950s. Right. I say tough things and then I help my friends. Right. (laughs) We had Valerie Vomit. Mm. We had Alligator.
1: Which what was his thing? Oh, he ate people. That's a good one.
0: Foul Phil. Was kind of like a baby.
1: Foul Phil was literally my least favorite. I like was utterly repulsed and disgusted by Foul Phil. And like he was easy, easiestly the creepiest one.
0: Are you mistaking him for Wendy Winston? No. The what did he do that was gross?
1: He is always like, Wah, Daddy, and then like says something super inappropriate. That's true. I don't like that. And he's dressed as a baby. It's very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, Phil is like a baby. And Mm. then we have Nat Nerd. Nat Nerd was the grossest of them for me because he's got all these pimples on his face like a nerd. And then he peed himself all the time. Yeah, but
1: that is not as bad as Messy Tessie.
0: Messy Tessie was no bueno. No. And Wendy Winston.
1: Wendy Winston. His didn't I mean he was gross, but didn't bother me as much.
0: I mean Let was... me rate to
1: you the grossness of the characters. Number one, Messy Tessie. Okay. Number two, foul Phil. Okay. Number three, Nerdy Nat or whatever his name is. Nat Nerd. Nat Nerd. Number four, vomit Valerie. Number five, Allie Gator. Number six, Greaser Greg.
0: Were there only six of them?
1: Oh, I think I forgot about Winston.
0: Yeah, Wendy Winston.
1: He can be before Alligator.
0: I thought that Alligator was the least gross. Of Well, Alligator and Greaser Greg were pretty right. equal.
1: Yeah, they weren't gross.
0: Either way, they are the things of nightmares. and They
1: are what nightmares are made of.
0: And with Messy Tessie, her whole thing is that she's got snot running out of her nose the entire time. So much so that you feel like you need to watch the movie with a box of tissues (laughs) to wipe underneath your own nose just in case.
1: You know, I I wipe kids' noses for a living. Like, it's what I do. I I
0: don't want to say it's what you do, but it is part of (laughs) your job. Let's clarify that.
1: (laughs) It's part of my job. It is not a problem. I can do that. No issues. Watching this movie, I felt like I needed to take a bleach bath afterwards.
0: Yes. There are quite a few times in which you yourself feel like being a Valerie vomit.
1: Ugh. How did they make the snot? Do you know? Because that was some realistic snot.
0: I don't want to know.
1: Ugh. It was so gross. Yeah. They couldn't get the animatronics to work, but they got the snot.
0: Yeah. Fun fact about that. uh, I was reading doing some research, trying to prep for the best possible podcast possible.
1: For a Garbage Pail Kid movie. For
0: Garbage Pail Kids, the (laughs) movie, which, believe it or not, there's more information than the last two movies we watched online about it. Wow. Uh, They used the wrong type of paint when they were painting the faces the first time, and so when the animatronics went to move their mouth, it ripped the corners of their mouth (laughs) so they looked like the Joker. (laughs)
1: This movie, they were made to be serial killers.
0: That, yeah, that was one of the alternate story ideas for this. And they
1: should have went with it. It would have been a much better movie.
0: Yeah. You are not wrong on that one. Also, the director of this movie has his background in stunts. So it's not like the director of Keanu Reeves in which he says, oh, I know it's going to make a good movie. Less is More and Cool Stunts. Uh, did I just say the Keanu Reeves movie? I meant yeah. John Wick.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was thinking of Bill and Ted, and I was like, what? No,
0: no, no, no. Okay. No, no. I meant to say John Wick. My be everybody. Okay. This guy said oh, I have my background in stunts. I made a bunch of TV movies. This is clearly going to be a made-for-TV movie. And he went around telling everybody that this is going to be a made-for-TV movie. And so he just moved fast and quick, just get it done.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And then next thing you know, it's getting a wide release, and everybody is reading about these, like, horrible reviews in the newspapers.
1: Here's what I want to know. It has a 2.6 on IMDb. Okay, which, that's not good, but no, it's not horrible either. It's, it's really not horrible. So here's what I'm concerned about. Somebody, several people, in fact, watched this movie and then said, you know what, I should rate this on IMDb. They gave more of their time to rate this movie. They 7, not only just people. said... Oh, I just wasted 90 minutes. Oh, but let me go right. And it's not like a two word review. Like they wrote a paragraph about this movie.
0: They took their time.
1: They did. And somehow it still has a 2.6. I like that it has a one Metacritic score, though.
0: I will say this. Uh, this was probably a more enjoyable movie to watch than our last two movies.
1: I don't remember our last two movies.
0: My Future Boyfriend and Alone in the Dark.
1: Yeah, those are are bad. Those are bad.
0: Because at least this has some uh, imagined substance to the plot. Yeah. Is that the way to put it? I think that's the way to put it. A couple other things to note before we get into the plot. This movie stars Mackenzie Astin, which is Sean Astin's brother his younger brother. Do you
1: think he, he likes being known like that?
0: Uh, they come from an acting family. So I think it was just like, you know, mom and dad are in the business. Mm-hmm. My brother's in the business. I was reading an interview with him to prepare for this, and he said that he used to be jealous of his brother, but now it's just like we're all in it together. Mackenzie Astin... Not just famous for being Sean Astin's younger brother, but he was also in *The Facts of Life*.
1: I know. I I remember him.
0: <laughs> Good. Uh, at the time, he was dating Katie Barbary. She uh, they broke up halfway through filming.
1: That's hilarious.
0: It's super funny. <laughs> she plays. Uh, so Mackenzie Astin plays Dodger. Katie Barbary plays Tangerine.
1: I don't know how they were ever together. They do like she looks I know she's only one year older than him in real life, but she looks so much older than him in this film.
0: Well, we'll get into this in more detail, but they make her look like a child prostitute. Yeah. Which does not like help the age difference. No. Anymore. Uh, And then to round out the cast, at least for the three human leads, we got Anthony Newley as Captain Manzini. Which, Anthony Newley, he was like this famous Broadway star, and he wrote a lot of soundtracks and music. Hmm. Uh, you might know him for creating such songs as Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka Pure and the, Tri- the Factory. That's pretty much all he gets credit for these Does days. Did he
1: write the song in this film? No. Oh.
0: I do we not believe that he did. We can't do
1: anything working with each other.
0: I don't know if you know the actual lyrics to the song.
1: We can do anything.
0: You'll figure it out. (laughs) We've still got a little bit. We
1: can do anything when working with each other. That's what they say.
0: (laughs) Something like that. I think I'm right. Okay. Uh, Hopefully, if I was able to find the right resources, that song played at the beginning of this episode. Yay. Uh, there was something else that I wanted to say. Something else. Um. Oh. Speaking of Mackenzie Astin and Sean Astin coming from an acting family, their father, uh, um.
1: John Astin.
0: John Astin. Thank you. I'm right. I'm pretty sure you're right. That's
1: insane. Uh, I pulled that out of the air.
0: Yeah, John Astin.
1: I'm so proud of myself.
0: Many people will know him as Gomez Adams from the Adams Family Show. He also was in all of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes movies. <gasps> oh, yeah. So, the fact that he tried to get his child out of this movie valley. was quite interesting. <laughs> Because Mackenzie Astin, he signed up for the movie without telling his dad. And then his dad saw the script and said, this is a terrible mistake. (laughs) And Mackenzie Astin said, I already signed the contract. Sucks to suck. They can't
1: do that nowadays. You can't just go sign contracts as a child. You got to get your parents' signature on that. I
0: don't know what you can or can't do in Hollywood.
1: (laughs) They have different rules there.
0: Yeah, that's a different society.
1: (laughs) Oh, you should watch... Uh, Beyond the Silver Lake. What is that?
0: What are you saying?
1: (laughs) Silver Lake.
0: Under the Silver Lake. Under the
1: Silver Lake. Because I feel like that, that like, gives you a small glimpse into Hollywood rules. Yeah. Behind the scenes.
0: Something like that.
1: You should go watch it. Don't watch this movie. Watch that movie.
0: (laughs) So this movie opens up with the opening titles.
1: Garbage Pail Kids.
0: Yes, Garbage Pail Kids, the movie, flashes across the screen as it introduces you via floating tops trading cards who the different Garbage Pail Kids are appearing mm-hmm. in this movie. That's right. Meanwhile, you are watching a trash can soar through outer space. Mm-hmm. So the question is, are these Garbage Pail Kids aliens?
1: Answer, yes.
0: Answer, I don't know. Because...
1: Where else would they come from? We don't have those people walking around here.
0: No. But why else would Captain Manzini spend so much time trying to get them to go back into their garbage can? Because he inside Because they'll BNT, go to the
1: home for the ugly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But inside... <laughs> The trash can, it seems like it's some kind of portal to a garbage pill kids universe inside this trash can. It's
1: not a portal, it's a spaceship.
0: But it doesn't look like a spaceship, it doesn't act like a spaceship. Why don't they just go home?
1: They can't. Why? Because, uh, Nigel.
0: Then why did they stay in the trash can?
1: They had to stay in the trash can. They have no fuel to get home.
0: Okay, but, like, the, it seems like this trash can has magical capabilities.
1: Yes, it's magical. It's a spaceship.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so after these opening credits. Yes. We see this trash can in an antique shop. It no longer looks spaceship like. right? This is a normal trash can. right. The trash can is shaken around.
1: Once it lands on Earth, it can't leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you putting too much thought in this movie?
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to give it some context.
0: <laughs> I'm already done with this episode. <laughs> I just want to point out that I stopped writing notes. Like, it feels like 15 minutes in, but it was probably a lot less.
1: (laughs) I took no notes. It's all up here.
0: You know what? You lead the episode. You got this.
1: (laughs) Okay. I don't feel like we need to go through it beat by beat. Basically, all we need to know is that. Trash can. Garbage pail, kids. Dr. Manzini says... Hey, Sean Aston, don't open this trash can. <laughs> I'm
0: really glad that he is talking to the <laughs> Aston brother that's not in this movie.
1: Okay, he says, Hey Dodger, don't open this. Actually, you know what is the biggest story that we need to focus on here? Mm-hmm. Where are the parents? Why do they have a home for the ugly? That's outrageous. it's just wild
0: what would you say is the main plot of this movie
1: oh friendship
0: that's that's a theme (laughs) what is the plot friendship (laughs) what is the story that occurs okay
1: garbageville gives land to this boy who gets beat up by everybody teaches them how to be friends and then he teaches them to be strong and be a man and stop being picked on. Friendship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think you're understanding the question. <laughs> if someone said to you, Caitlin, what happens in this movie?
1: I would say these creatures from another world come. They're called Garbage Belt Kids. They meet a boy named Dodger. Dodger is a little scrawny kid that gets picked on by some older kids for not being cool. He has some weird crush on his next door neighbor,
0: who's also whose name is Tangerine. Who?
1: No, if you have the name Tangerine, you are a prostitute. So, she's a prostitute. Has a little crush on her. Um, he always gets picked on. And Tangerine is a fashion designer. He tries to impress her by making fancy clothes. Gets the garbage pail kids to be a slave, make clothes for him. They make clothes for him. Tangerine steals his clothes. Sets the Garbage bill kids up. They get captured. Go to the home for the ugly. Dr. Manzini and Dodger break them out. And uh, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> what happens. Bikers bikers get involved. There's like a showdown at a fashion show. It's chaos.
0: It is. Because there are no adults.
1: Because there's no adults.
0: We have Captain Manzini, who barely acts like an adult.
1: Uh, Yeah, and his relationship with this child is questionable at best.
0: It really is, because (laughs) at one point, Dodger's literally pooped on. Yeah. Via sewer pipe. Yeah. He is rescued by the Garbage Pail Kids. Right. And then Captain Manzini's like, you can't go home with poop all over you. Just come upstairs and take a bath in my house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, inappropriate inappropriate yeah um tangerine clearly lives by herself
0: oh yeah there are no parents in her house
1: if you can call what she lives in a house
0: it's like an apartment
1: two bedroom or a two-room apartment
0: i mean we don't know that it might just be the kitchen
1: (laughs) (laughs) and uh she has no parents the only other two well we have that biker gang
0: yeah, they're adults and it seems like the fashion show has adults.
1: Yes. So what and I'm the thinking, movie theater.
0: So what I'm thinking
1: Is adults say once they pop a baby out on your own.
0: I think this section of the city is just run by children. <laughs> That's But what there they are kid- parts of the city in which adults are, but it's like a children of the corn situation. Yeah. In which the kids like the adults don't go to that section of town or else they get killed. Well remember by when they Isaac. did?
1: Remember when they went to that, that they caught a little girl in a net because she's wearing an ugly mask and they're like, you're coming with us to the home for the ugly. And she takes off her mask and she's just a normal little girl. And all the kids start beating up the policemen. That's true. Also, again, the biggest concern of this movie is that they have a home for the ugly
0: yeah, we, I guess we should talk about that for a second. What on earth? So, like, it, a huge... That, what? A major plot of this movie is that there is a home for the ugly. This is a prison... Yes. In which federally funded... Not federally. Government-funded employees are sent out to literally capture people in a giant net... To send them to this prison because they don't look or act normal.
1: This. This was disturbing beyond messy Tessie vomit Valerie. This was more disturbing than any of the Garbage Pail Kids.
0: You are not wrong. Because inside, inside the Home for the Ugly... They have a Buddhist monk who is there for being too bald. They have labels on the jail. <laughs> I don't know of any jails that have labels as to why people are there.
1: This one does.
0: This one does. They got a monk for being too bald. They got have a guy in a tutu, too weird. His is <laughs> super vague. <laughs> they have Abraham Lincoln for being too skinny in Santa Claus for being too fat. That's right.
1: Was the clown too funny?
0: Oh yeah, the clown was too funny. <laughs> so they have these arguably pretty normal people in there. <laughs> and yet because they don't conform to everybody else's view of society, man, they have to go to the home for the ugly.
1: And then they put the garbage pail kids in there for being too gross.
0: Yeah. Which, Which they are. They are pretty gross. <laughs> they probably do belong in The Home for the Ugly.
1: <laughs> also it's called The Home for the Ugly. But, like, I, d- I didn't see a thing in there that said too ugly.
0: This is true. Because ugliness is on the outside.
1: Right. Not the on les- the inside. Okay.
0: Do you think the lesson of this movie is that ugliness is on the inside or that friendship conquers all things? <laughs>
1: Can they both be a theme? Because I think they're both pretty loud and clear.
0: Let me tell you why friendship is not the thing. Because here's what happens Dodger lets the kids out of the trash can.
1: Right. After being told specifically by Dr. Manzini to not do such a thing. Actually, no, don't believe it on Dodger. Dodger didn't do it.
0: He hits, he knocks over the trash can.
1: Because he was thrown. Up against it.
0: Okay, so Dodger lets them out of the trash can.
1: No, the bullies do. Okay. Freaking Juice. Okay. Who names her kid Juice?
0: We'll talk about that in a second. Dodger (gasps) hits the trash can, lets the garbage pail kids out, cannot put them back in. Captain Manzini says, you're in charge of putting them back in, and says, I'm out. Right. But then spends the rest of the movie trying to figure out how to get the GPK. Does he? Back into the trash can. Captain Manzini?
1: Yeah. Because we see him, like, interspersed maybe two times.
0: Well, he's got an antique shop to run, a failing antique shop to run.
1: Maybe if he didn't put it in the kids' neighborhood, it would do better.
0: Well, maybe it's too weird.
1: It's too weird.
0: Okay. Anyways, Dodger lets the kids out of the trash can. They save his life. Okay. From the sewer. He then proceeds. Oh,
1: can we talk about that
0: after I explain to you okay. why this movie's not about friendship. Okay? He then somehow they find out that he Okay. First of all, he tells them that they can never leave the basement. Okay? I know
1: all good friendships start with that simple rule.
0: Don't leave the basement. Well,
1: I mean, no, think about it though. Think about it. You have a best friend, right? And you're like, we're best friends. You can't be best friends with that person because we're best friends. Same as like keeping them in the basement. Safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. He tells them they can't leave the basement. Right? <laughs> right. Okay. He does not even. Okay. They find out, or he, they find somehow they know that he's into tangerine. Don't know how they find this information out because we never see them have a conversation together. They mm-hmm. make him a pimp suit so that he can become Tangerine's pimp now. Right. Instead with his little gold frills instead of juice. She says, I'm super into this. Go make more. Mm-hmm. Dodger then says, Hey, GPK, make me some more clothes. And mm-hmm. they say, We don't have enough time for that. And he says, But what are they doing? They're living life to the fullest. By eating? By eating and stealing trucks. Anyways. He says, I need all this stuff. They then proceed to steal sewing <laughs> machines from a non-union sweatshop. Probably one of my favorite subtle jokes in the entire movie. Okay, to make him these clothes. Right. Okay, let's just point out that they have he's done, like, nothing for them at this point. He got
1: them out of the pail.
0: Accidentally. Right. He maybe brought them food after we've seen that they are plenty capable of getting their own food. Right. And then when those clothes sell, he says, hey, go make me more clothes for this fashion show. Right. And then, because he is so caught up in Tangerine, he says, oh, it's okay for you to lock them in the basement when I already forced them to stay there. He
1: felt a little guilty about it.
0: Okay. He, <laughs>
1: he was distracted by his
0: childhood, childhood crush. Yeah. And then he only decides to help them. After they get kidnapped by this the at they got sent to the the home for the ugly right up until that point he does nothing for them and then you know what despite the fact that they deserve to be mad at him mm-hmm. they have every right to be upset mm-hmm. they say hey let's go ruin this fashion show for you mm-hmm. and help beat up your bullies
1: right the garbage pail kids are the best friends
0: that Dodger never had and Dodger is a crappy Doesn't friend deserve. to them yeah Dodger. <laughs> deserves a life alone right he deserves to be picked on by juice
1: no stop (laughs) he does not they that poor child
0: maybe he's picked on because he's a bad friend
1: uh i think juice is a bad friend
0: okay but let's think about this the first time that we see dodger being picked on by juice is juice is like you owe me money and he does
1: not owe him money. That's
0: what, that, that is exactly yes, what Juice said to Yes, but he probably Georgia. just
1: is saying you owe me money. But he probably doesn't actually owe him he money. He gives
0: him a deadline on when he has to give that money back. He says, your time's running out, creep. That's what they call him, a creep.
1: <laughs> well, he kind of is that.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's a pervert. Yeah, for S- sure. Staring at Tangerine through the windows.
1: Yeah. Trying
0: to catch a peek of the naughty bits. That's right. Either way... Dodger is a crappy friend.
1: I, okay, well, I don't, I I don't think he knows how to be a friend. He has not had a friend his whole life.
0: I mean, we don't know that.
1: Uh, We can, we can assume. It's safe to assume. This kid has not had a friend his whole life. And uh, let's, wait, but let's talk about what they do. For, he's trying to flirt with Tangerine and failing. He gives her, like, some pin and tells her to steal it.
0: Yeah, he, he knows that Captain Mancini's antique shop is not doing well and then proceeds to let her steal this heart pin. Oh, after he says, hey, Tangerine, come in. You want to see some cool stuff? We have buttons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then then juice comes gets Dodger they put him down the sewer
0: they carry him to the, or no they force him to go into the sewer
1: these kids they had nothing better to do
0: oh yeah juice and his his cohorts they they take it to 11. All of the time. All
1: of the time. And they're, they're probably are constantly like.
0: constantly bullying at full power.
1: How older do you think that. How much older do you think they were supposed to be in the movie compared to Dodger?
0: How old was he supposed to be? 13? Dodger was 14? 14. Okay. He was 14. I think they were at minimum 17.
1: Okay. So they're like two years older than Dodger. Minimum.
0: Yeah. Give or take.
1: And they proceed to pick on this kid like waste a lot of time following him around
0: that's because there are no adults around this, these are the rules of the child zone of the city
1: oh my gosh then they take this kid down to the sewer with nicely labeled pipes that say city zoo hot, hot tub. tub what's the other ones I don't remember
0: I don't know, but these pipes are too clearly labeled They're and too specific. They're all nice and neat
1: and labeled. For a sewer. Yeah. Then proceed to tie him up to the sewer and just open up the pipes.
0: Which, by the way, Juice can't open the pipes. The girl that's with them, yeah. like, strong arms this poop pipe open.
1: That was pretty gross. She had, what, like, one line in that whole movie? Do you notice that? She, like, never talks.
0: She said a couple things. I wrote down one of her lines. Uh, These are my kind of guys. Real creeps. Because she's super into it whenever Juice, like, throws Dodger into the puddle at the I beginning of the movie. I didn't even
1: hear her say that. That's when the Garbage Pail Kids come in and save Dodger.
0: Do you have anything else you want to add to that? No. Yeah, so what did we learn about the Garbage Pail Kids? It's not about what's on the outside. It's about what's on the inside. Because despite their gross exterior, they're still caring individuals. I mean, are they caring individuals,
1: though? Because they go to a biker's bar, and alligator bites someone's toe off.
0: Yeah, but then they become really good friends with those bikers. (laughs) For
1: how? He literally goes into a biker's bar scans the room finds an open toe shoe bites the guy's toe off and then they get into this huge fight everybody's fighting everybody and then all of a sudden they're like you know what let's be best friends
0: yeah that didn't make any sense
1: no like we the whole scene got cut out there really
0: impressed that they could fight they were little i don't know fight
1: that that was weird yeah And these these Garbage Pail Kids are just running around town, creating all this ruckus, going to the movie theater, stealing stealing hot dogs, dogs, stealing popcorn,
0: sneezing on popcorn,
1: sneezing, make everyone end up leave the movie because they're being so disruptive.
0: Yeah, we've been there. They
1: should be in a pail.
0: They should be in a pail. They're too
1: disruptive.
0: It's safer for them in the pail.
1: Right. That's the other thing I don't understand.
0: Which, if they... Are from another planet? Why don't they try to go back? <laughs> is the pale a portal to I Garbage Pail Land?
1: <laughs> but then they were looking for their friends. Maybe, maybe Garbage pale Land was destroyed. They got, they were sent to Earth, and they're trying to meet up with their friends. But this movie is so dark because we find out their friends were already there. And got killed by the garbage truck. Yeah. That's so dark.
0: It's super dark. But also they probably just couldn't afford to put any more characters in this movie.
1: Yes, but I'm, I'm just talking about the story. It's very dark.
0: Yeah. Well, Santa Claus is in A Home for the Ugly, so it <laughs> can't get much darker <laughs> than that. Oh, what is this world? I don't know. But can we talk about how their special talent is apparently sewing?
1: That's their special talent? Was it supposed to be?
0: I don't know, but why are they so good at sewing? I
1: don't know. They're really good at
0: it, though. Okay, well, let's, I don't want to say like they're really good at it, but they're they're really good at making tangerine styled fashions. Yeah,
1: like they know her style
0: without meeting her.
1: Without meeting her.
0: And they say, we can do that. And they do that.
1: And they do it better than tangerine.
0: Fact. Because tangerine sucks.
1: She was not a nice
0: person. No, she was not. In fact, all right. Now we can talk about this. So the end of the movie comes. The fashion show completely ruined. Dodger beats the crap out of Juice and then cries about it.
1: That was weird. I don't
0: understand that.
1: He he literally like
0: Like was he crying because he got beat up and I then don't decided know. like he was mid cry when he fought back?
1: I I don't he kept, no, because he kept saying it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Like, was he afraid he was gonna kill him?
0: <laughs> this is very extreme. Uh, this whole
1: movie's extreme.
0: This, there is no middle ground with this movie. No, you it are is. not wrong.
1: It is like always on an 11. Always.
0: That's true. This movie does not slow down. No. So Dodger's crying, beating up Juice. Captain Manzini picks him up, takes him out. Mm-hmm. Somehow, between the start of this fashion show, this fight breaking out, Tangerine goes back to Dodger and apologizes. I don't know what caused that change of heart. Mm, She asks him if they can still be friends. And he says, no, I don't think so. And she says, why not? And he says, this is my favorite line (laughs) of the entire movie. I don't find you pretty anymore. (laughs) And then walks away. And you're like, oh, snap, (laughs) that's so cold. It is cold. And you're like, do it, Dodger. Like, that's it, man. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, if I was able to find it, I'm going to play the actual audio clip there instead of saying it. Oh, yeah. Because it is perfect the way that he says it.
1: It is.
0: And I would argue that the entire movie is worth it to see that one scene.
1: He did a really good job with it.
0: He nailed that line.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, So then Captain Manzini's like, I figured out how to put them back in the pail. And he says, you just got to play their theme song backwards, (laughs) which apparently they had a theme song this whole time. (laughs) That we never knew about. That we never knew about. Uh, And it does not work. In fact, it pulls (laughs) Captain Manzini into the garbage pail, and the Garbage Pail Kids run off into the night.
1: Forever getting to into cause destruction. That's right. All kinds of mischief.
0: Yes. Um back to another point though, with them having a theme song. At one point th- they do break into a musical number. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. No,
1: it's the only musical number in the film.
0: Yeah. In the opening line of the song is Greaser Greg saying that he doesn't want to do work without being paid for it. Right. But then they all sing, we can do anything by working with each other.
1: Right. It's like a Barney song. Like it, a song you'd hear on Barney.
0: It's definitely a more uplifting song <laughs> than this movie is as a whole.
1: Yeah. This was the only time this movie had like a good theme to it.
0: Yeah. It's, this is, this this is the point in the movie where it starts to conflict with this idea of ugliness is on the inside, and like, is this movie about friendship and doing things together?
1: <laughs> right.
0: I don't know. Is don't the movie know. about fashion?
1: Maybe this whole movie was about fashion.
0: I'll take it. This whole movie was about ugliness being on the inside and how fashion
1: is on the outside. Is
0: on <laughs> the outside. <laughs> Correct. <laughs>
1: Uh, Everyone was pretty fashionable in this film, besides Dodger, if you think about it. Captain Manzini, very fashionable in his colonial outfit. Tangerine in her prostitute outfit. Yeah. Uh, Juice in his 50s noir outfit. And, uh, you know, then you just got Dodger just wearing clothes.
0: Dodger just wears dutcher starts off wearing normal clothes Mm -hmm. and by the end of this he looks like a michael jackson backup dancer yes he
1: does (laughs) he learned about fashion that's what this movie was about him learning how to dress also oh we gotta talk about this scene so the garbage trail kids say like we're not staying in let's go out let's go get a night out on the town they as say, you do,
0: as a garbage bag,
1: and they say, "Oh, we
0: can't wear this because they need disguises we so need to, that people know."
1: Right, we we can't be recognized
0: by the normies.
1: And so they then proceed to get trench coats, sunglasses, and some type of hat to wear as a disguise, which only draws more attention to themselves. Ah, uh, no. Also, how old are these Garbage Pail kids supposed to be? Because they definitely go to a bar, well, two of them do, and get...
0: Sh-wasted. wasted. Wasted. Uh, yeah. What? They are apparently eternal.
1: <laughs> Who is this movie marketed for?
0: Children over the age of five, but under ten.
1: Is that a real thing?
0: I have no idea. I'm just making sure.
1: I would not let my child watch this movie.
0: I would not let anyone watch this movie. (laughs) I mean... His head is ginormous. I know. Their
1: heads are ginormous.
0: They're bigger than a basketball.
1: Oh, they're way bigger than a basketball. They're bigger than a beach ball.
0: They kind of look like this teacher that I had in high school.
1: The garbage buckets? Yeah. That's terrifying.
0: Uh, uh, um, Tangerine's friend is named Blythe. Blythe. And just to talk about what she's wearing for a second, it always looked like she was wearing some sort of leotard with tights that were cut off on the side with like fishnets.
1: Yeah. She had a, v- like, what was that style considered? Grunge? No, that's not grunge. They're
0: all kind of like punk, punky grunge, 1980s flock of seagulls type thing. Yeah. Yeah but also further evidence that there's no there are no adults in this universe is like they did not learn how to dress.
1: No. When did this movie come out?
0: 1987. If you were listening to me at the beginning of the podcast.
1: Okay. 87. Okay. What were we doing in 87 that we decided this needed a worldwide release? I don't know.
0: Apparently nothing good was happening in the world. No you have anything else that you want to add about this movie
1: i mean just why why i don't know I, what was the point of it who are the garbage pail kids where did they come from what is their goal what are their dreams would this movie have been better if it was made out to be garbage pail kids the serial killers
0: or garbage pail kids the musical
1: Or Garbage Pail gets the musical. If this movie
0: had more music in it, it may have been arguably a much better movie.
1: I could get on board. Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: I think it should have been a story about them searching for their friends instead. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe the fashion show thing. (laughs) I don't, or like maybe searching for their friend. Like, okay, here's what the movie should have done. Mm Mm-hmm. Talking about how to improve this movie. Mm-hmm. One, pick one or the other. You either got a stay at home for the ugly or you got kids who are hidden because they are ugly, but they're really good at fashion. Additional plot is they're looking for their friends. You you don't need all three. Right. Especially because you own, by the time they tell you that their friends died, yeah, you forget that they had been looking for their friends.
1: Right, right. And it's also like in a nonchalant, passive way.
0: Yeah, it's it, there's a lot of them going out at night, mm-hmm. but it's like they go outside the antique shop. And was then they the go whole back movie inside. taking
1: place in one day? Because it kind of feels that way at no, points, but because just different light and dark times.
0: Because he said, he said, oh, I need these clothes by Friday.
1: Oh, and it was like Wednesday.
0: And they still made them all overnight anyway. Uh,
1: And then they went to the fashion show the next day. See, I don't know how time works in this universe.
0: Uh, There is no time (laughs) in the child section of the (laughs) scene. There are no rules. Everything is run by a child gang. Yeah. There are... uh, Apparently Captain Manzini is the only person who...
1: The kids haven't killed yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They
0: keep him around for... His magical abilities.
1: But they do, like, spray that gas in his face in that one scene.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where they get that gas from?
1: I don't know. The kids were run the universe. They could get it from anywhere.
0: That's true. Any juice
1: drug street market.
0: Juice makes any normal movie <laughs> bully look like a Sesame Street character.
1: I don't know. Which one's worse? This Juice... Or the bullies from It. Because I would say they're equal.
0: Okay. Well, okay. So the bullies from It are like, oh, we're going to stab you.
1: They're like an 11 at all times.
0: Yeah, they jump from zero to stabbing <laughs> and racist very quickly. Yeah. Why? I don't... Well, because they're being manipulated by Pennywise. <laughs> Maybe, but I would argue that that is not as bad as Juice just being...
1: not being manipulated, just Juice being... Juice is
0: just... Evil, Evil. <laughs> he says, I got this gas. I'm gonna like Juice is motivated by money, everything he does is for money. He was like, He's cow- taking Tangerine's I money know. because he's a pimp, right? He's taking the garbage folk kids to the state home for the ugly because they got a bounty. Mm-hmm. What is he doing with this money? I don't know. But clearly Tangerine is never going to leave Childhood City because he keeps taking her money. Right. And she keeps saying, when I save up enough, I'm going to leave this town and go be a fashion designer.
1: Right. She's never going to get out of there.
0: We should also point out that her fashion probably isn't going to take off anywhere else. No. Except for at this child nightclub that she (laughs) sells her stuff at where they're like, cool, it's homemade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. This movie is so crazy. They do have like a child nightclub.
0: Well, it's like, it's like a nightclub for teens. Right,
1: right. And she
0: pulls her car up outside. Right. No parking. Right. And just starts selling stuff. At one point, she sells the shirt off her back. <laughs> she is
1: not a nice person.
0: No, she is the epitome of terrible. And it's, you know what, good for Dodger saying that he doesn't find her pretty anymore.
1: I wonder if this whole movie was just like... Like, did they break up because of this movie?
0: I don't know. I skimmed that part of the interview that oh, I read man. with him. Well, That's no, he didn't really say any reason why. Mm. But I do wonder if her hearing the like I don't find you pretty anymore, like <laughs> that probably stung a lot.
1: I thought she would break up with him because of like how much he was a wimp compared to everyone else. She's like, I don't wanna be with that.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go hook up with
1: what juice here.
0: Yeah, what, what was his name? He, uh, uh, well, it's not pulling up now. But whoever played Juice, she's like, oh, I'm going to go Ron McLaughlin.
1: Was he in anything?
0: He was not. He could have had a good career. He was in three movies: he was in the Garbage Pill Kids movies, Back to Back, and one episode of the show Silk Stockings.
1: I wonder what he's doing with his life now.
0: I do not know.
1: Probably pimping out people.
0: Actually, it says here that he was in the documentary about the Garbage Pail Kids as himself. Very cool. We should watch this now.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Mackenzie Austin watch that.
0: is interviewed in it.
1: Yeah, we're watching that.
0: Oh, for sure, these. I think it's on Hulu. Let's do it. Uh, I have literally nothing else to say about this garbage movie.
1: This. Uh, I just have more questions than anything, so. Go for it. No, you can't answer them.
0: That's fine. Let our audience know what kind of questions you're left
1: with. I just want to know why. Why are these Garbage Pail Kids here? What is their purpose? Where did they come from? Why are there no adults in this movie? Also, there's foster parent credited in the end credit scenes. Who is this foster parent? We never see her. I don't recall a foster parent. Was this movie supposed to be something else?
0: I don't know. I think this movie was supposed to be a lot of things, and it reached none of those goals.
1: Yeah. Would it have been better if they were serial killers?
0: Possibly.
1: I'm thinking yes.
0: This would be a very disturbing horror movie. It would be. Could you you imagine Valerie Vomit's like, she's got a knife up against what's-his-face? And then, like... Vomit. Just vomits right on him. That kills him. And then stabs him. He dies, not of a stab wound, but an infection.
1: Suffocation from the vomit. (laughs) Right?
0: I do not like that you said that.
1: (laughs) This could be a much better movie if they were serial killers.
0: Yeah. Or what if, like, one of them was a serial killer? What if this was, like, an Agatha Christie type situation where one of them is a serial killer but you didn't know which one? Mm. The whole movie was spent trying to figure out who done it.
1: That could be good, too. All right. Let's remake it.
0: Let's remake it right now.
1: Okay. Probably need, like, what, 50 bucks to remake this movie?
0: <laughs> and a couple thousand. <laughs> I could do this on a shoestring budget. <laughs> Do it we should for Halloween we should get a bunch of friends to all dress up as garbage <laughs> kids and make like little paper sh- shame masks I Probably love would, it it'd be fantastic it would be
1: it's
0: gonna be great this is the perfect kind of obscure costume that only like a handful of people are gonna recognize but it's worth it when that one person <laughs> <has the> it. <time. laughs> Normally, we would ask the question, will the couple last? Because this is bad movie date night, and we are concerned with the relationships of our on-screen counterparts. Counterparts? On-screen lovers? Let's go with that. That's a better way to word it. Characters? But clearly, no one's hooking up at the end of this movie. In fact, more Tangerine and Juice? Oh, no, 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 no. Juice died. (laughs) That would be crazy. I am pretty sure that Dodger killed him. Ooh, that. And Captain Manzini knew that it was happening, I mean. got him out of there before the police showed up.
1: <laughs> what police?
0: The adult, the child police. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You are being bullied? Yeah, you're clear to go. <laughs> I don't know. That would be great. He probably died, though.
1: He probably died.
0: Um, We've already talked about how we'd improve this movie my favorite part of this podcast, not going to lie. Uh and for some reason as I have to ask you always this movie had a 1 million dollar budget. Do you think this movie what do you what do you think this movie earned gross? 50,000.
1: 50, 50,000? Mm-hmm. No. How much? 90,000? Keep going. Mm, 110,000.
0: It grossed $1. 1.5 million.
1: It 000. made money?
0: It made this money.
1: This movie made money?
0: In fact, there was a sequel that was planned. The director said, I don't want to do it, but I will stay on in creative like capacity. I will sign off on the script. But then the money fell through, and so they never made it.
1: This movie made money. People took their children to go watch this film. Maybe. What was happening in 87?
0: Nothing. <laughs> We were impressed by the Garbage Pale Kids.
1: Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: That's horrible.
0: And amazing.
1: And amazing. We horrible. Woof.
0: So I have before us our definitive bad movie date night ranking list. Caitlin, where would you put this movie?
1: Number 13?
0: You want to put it in the killer spot under When in Rome?
1: Mhm.
0: I was thinking that it goes between Spider-Man 3 and Urban Legends Final Cut or after Urban oh,
1: Legends. Oh, I'd Cup. watch Urban Legends again though. Yeah. So maybe 12.
0: Would you watch When in Rome again?
1: Mm, I mean, not for fun.
0: <laughs> All right. So Garbage Pail Kids the movie is taking the number 12 spot.
1: Okay. I want something to break our top 10 here.
0: I know we haven't watched a top 10 movie in a while. We
1: need to do that. And
0: I kind of don't love that Wicker Man and Spider-Man three are in our top 10.
1: Yeah. So let's, let's get some more top 10s.
0: We need some top 10 movies. All right. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about before the end of this episode?
1: You know, I got nothing. You want to be grossed out? You want to watch a movie about some very disturbing children in a town want to see with no parents? Snot
0: and farts and vomit coming out of puppets?
1: Then watch this movie.
0: Fun fact, this movie is not a prequel to the 2000-something hit indie darling Tangerine.
1: Oh, should be.
0: It is not. It should be. I think Tangerine is also about a prostitute, but I could be wrong.
1: It's her future. After this movie.
0: It is a potential future for her. Oh, yeah. A hooker tears through Tinseltown on Christmas Eve, searching for the pimp who broke her heart.
1: Yep. It's it's about, it's, she's searching for juice.
0: She is searching for juice. Although, I'm pretty sure Tangerine in this movie is black. That's fine. Or, I don't, actually, I don't know who the main character's name is. That's fine, though. Uh, probably just made fools of ourselves, and no one's gonna <laughs> listen to us ever again. Uh, I know that in our last episode, I said we were gonna have a special guest this time, that did not work out, but, but it will soon. It will soon. We are. Well, I'm working on a way to make it happen sooner rather than later, but it might happen eventually.
1: It's gonna happen eventually.
0: It is gonna, for sure, these happen eventually. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Journey Into Film. You can also check out the A Journey into sh website. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode of Bad Movie Date Night. I thought there was something else, but I don't have anything else. All right. And we'll talk Until to you guys next time. Next week.